Yeah, man, we're in the game, we're in the game. Oh, I wish I came with my opulent, man. I feel like an odd yeah, one out today. You should have told me, man. <laughs> now. I got no chance here today. Alright, um, then, cool. We're in, we're in, we're in. Run the intro, man. Welcome back to another episode of the Energizer Podcast. Your favourite pod. Come on, your favourite pod. Today we have your boy T. Your boy Ty. And today we've got a special guest in the building. Very special. Special (laughs) guest, singer, songwriter. Artist. Artist, reggae. If you don't know him, your parents probably know him. Some people call him Paul Dawkins. I call him Grandad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got my, I got my Grandad <laughs> in the building. Do you know what I mean? I got my Grandad, man. This is gonna be a big episode. Yeah, still. man. And I feel like this episode here, I'm trying. I'm not even trying to talk too much. I'm trying to learn more from you. Do you trying know what I mean? Okay, okay. Yeah. So I've got my questions on whatever the case may be. So I know you got questions. I got questions. But today, I want to understand Paul Dawkins and my Grandad some more as well. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, that's big, man. Yeah, man. It'll be good. How are you today, Ants, man? I'm good. I'm yeah. good. I'm glad yeah. to be here, you know. Looking fresh. Trendsetter camp. Trendsetter yeah, man. Fresh. What band is that called? What you know? He's in the game. Um, yeah. That's one thing about my granddad still. He's always supported the brand. I'm not going to lie. Like, mm. Hoodies, t-shirts, hats. He must have about 10, 15 yeah, hats. Yeah, definitely. Whatever. Definitely. Actually, he's always representing. Do you know what I mean? He thinks he's with us. He thinks like, oh, <laughs> he's Gen Z and that. Do you know what I mean? I might be old, but I'm not cold, man. <laughs> fly, fly, fly. Hey, that's big still. Just... Just jumping in, man. So for yeah. the people who don't know, because obviously I know you've done a few other podcasts before, but right. we got a lot of the, the young bucks, let's just say, okay. people our generation. So right. for you, how would you describe yourself or introduce yourself to those who don't know you? Well, I'm Paul Dawkins, coming back from, God, many, many years, 52 mm. years, 53 years in the business. Yeah. And um, growing up as that's a... a long time, uh, you know, yeah. that's that. Yeah, yeah. Our age, you know, yeah from 15 years old, right? Mm. And I had a dream... Um, Music was my dream, yeah. but in between the music, I knew I still had to work, mm. and that was the main thing. I said, I never ever left my job, but music was my, my dream, my goal to make it in the business coming up. So, you know, most of the young youths out there, I said, if you've got a dream, keep your dream going, but at the same time, you know, focus on your work, your college, your uni, and make sure you get everything in place because that is so important within the business yeah but any business you want to do if you haven't got that behind you you're you're, you're going to you're going to have a downfall yeah. or you're going to have it very yeah. very hard yeah so you've got to have that foundation so keep on with your dream but still put something up here yeah because you're going to need that to to move forward whatever dream you have yeah you no, know? that's big man i'm so obviously your taylor grandness is always going to come on but i'm proper grateful to have you here today man, yeah, man like, thanks man obviously yeah. i know we're gonna to touch on this. Last year we went to that event. I forgot yeah. what it was called. The Black Tie uh, event. Remember that? Yeah, one? That was, that big, was yeah, yeah. Uh, red dress. Was it red dress ball? Red dress thing. Red dress ball. What's crazy about that? That's the first time I've seen you perform as well. Yeah. 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 That was like a proud moment. I'm in yeah. the car saying, "That's my nah, red That's red big, man. <laughs> that's <laughs> big story. Yeah. Even for me, yeah. Like Tay knows this now, but like I've always been a bit of an old soul. So like when when Tay told me that you was his granddad. Uh, my mum's already playing your tracks in the right. yard and I'm okay. doing a little jive right now. You know what I mean? Right. So I'm like, yeah, that's right, <laughs> yeah, man. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's even better, man. That's real, man. For real, yeah. for real. Yeah, Proper still. You Two know. things then. But before we get in, has the heater on? Heater's on, yeah. yeah let's turn, turn off the heat off. on before. Got you, my bro. Yeah, yeah, and um, second of all, we want to do a taste test. So as everyone else knows... Chicken Kitchen. Chicken all Kitchen. Right. Run it, bro. All chicken right. Kitchen, that's our sponsor. They're the sponsor of the podcast. Okay. So every episode, what we like to do, have the food here. We've got our audience. We've got our 
guests to come on and just try the food, do you know what I mean? Okay. So, in the bag, we've got some food for you. I'm pretty sure you've got a wrap for you today. Okay. Fully loaded. Fully loaded. So, when you fully say fully loaded, loaded okay. it's got the avocado, it's got your mm. plant in. Wow, that's me, that's me, that's yeah. me, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah man, it's nice still. And then what do you get today, bro? You got I got jerk. a dumpling burger. Yeah? yeah a dumpling yeah. burger. Yeah. Wow. So, the buns are done. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, man. So, I want you to... I want you to do wow. a taste test, a live taste test, man. Wow. Let us know what you think. So you got the two the same dumpling burgers in there. Wow. one of them got cheese. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Mm-mm. Yeah? Oh, yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you said, mm-hmm. yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, this one's mine, too. Yeah. yeah. You can never go wrong with chicken kitchen, man. Yes, kitchen chicken. Chicken. <laughs> Every time. Yeah. This is your first time eating, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Good food, this, man. Trust me. You know what's crazy, Granddad? You that? Before we, before we was filming inside this office, we had like a podcast studio mm. in Labrador Grove. Every time we finish recording, we'll go to this restaurant. Okay. And me and, and Ty will say to each other, one day, we're going to get sponsored by this shop. Okay. And that's, what is it, three, four months later, we got sponsored mm. by them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? One of the biggest restaurants in West London. Man. Yeah. See, that's what I'm talking about, the dream, you know? Mm. If you're moving forward, then you, 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 if you think it, it will happen. Exactly. I agree. If you think negative, you'll get negative. If you think positive, it will happen. Yeah, it's and true. And that's man. how you're gonna keep going all the way. Yeah. Trendsetter, yourself, or all the young people out there. Just think positive. Because you send out energies that you don't even know you're sending sending out there. Mm. And if you send out the right you energy. Said that it's right up your street, man. Yeah. If you send out the right energy, it will it will find you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with that, man. And even on top of that as well, yeah. So many people say and believe, yeah, that are. Oh, I'll believe it when I see it, but I think it's the other way around. You yeah. have to, you have to make it, believe it first. That's believe it, right? it make You know it what happen. I'm saying? You have to believe it first, and right. then you will see it. Rather and then than you will see yeah, it. people say I'll see it when I believe it. Right. You know what I'm trying to say, anyway, man. But you have to believe in what you've got or what something's gonna happen first before you know anything manifests. You know what I'm trying to say? People mm-hmm. say you have to. They're gonna believe it when they see it. But you have to see it before you believe it. Does that Thank make you. sense? That's why I'm a yeah, you, that have, one you have to see it in your yep. mind yeah. before it actually materializes and all that. Do you know what I mean? I'm just touching on this in the last episode as well. Mm. That sometimes I feel that like sometimes you look at your circumstances, your environment, and what's around you, and you don't see like you're just you're just seeing lack in your environment now, and you can't see past that. But because you can't see past that, you're gonna stay in that same environment type of thing. Do you know what I'm saying? So true, true. Yeah, man. Would you rate that out of ten? Ten. Yeah. 10, yeah? Definitely. One hundred. Tell them they need to go to the shop, man. Let them know. Let me teach you that. Chicken. <laughs> Chicken kitchen. Make sure you get there. Please, trust me, I'm gonna find this shop and start eating there as well. Yes, yeah, yeah, so big man. up, bless up to the chefs and all everybody in there working. And you're gonna see me, I'm gonna send my friends down as well to yeah, come man. and taste some of your food. I'm sure you do many other varieties of food as well. Straight yeah, up. good food, so, man. Bless up, yes, every time. That's yeah. it, man. Right then, right there, sir. Now we're gonna get into the episode then. Yeah. So I think do you wanna start? I wanna start. You start. I'm gonna start. Granddad. I'm you gonna start. start, I'm gonna start, man. I'm gonna start. So mm. Before we go down the music route, I'm gonna go down the granddad route. I wanna to get to know my granddad a bit more. And then I feel like it's only right we'll get into the music. Yeah. You know what I mean? So granddad now, yeah. Let's take it back. Let's take it back a good couple of years, yeah. Good more than a good couple, couple of years. Couple of years, I mean fifty odd years. That's yeah, yeah, decades. Let's take it back a couple of decades, yeah. <laughs> Decade, yeah. So what was it like for you growing up as like a teenager? So let's say well, between the ages of thirteen to, to seventeen, what was your life like at that time? Well, let's let's start moving to Neesden, mm. um, uh, in Brent. When I was four years old, okay. we actually went to a school um, called Braincroft School. 
when we were actually went to the school for the very first time, I think my dad moved from Kilburn, Melrose Avenue, Quickwood, down to down to Neeson. And actually, when, when, when we moved down there, I think we were one of the first black families to move into Neeson. Oh, what, what time was this? Sorry to interrupt. Boy. Yeah, man, 50 or 50, yeah. nearly 55 years ago. Yeah. You know? It's like early 70s time. Uh, no, before 70s, man. Russ. Yeah, man, before 70s, <laughs> early Russ. 60s, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Early 60s. I hear that. So early, let, let's put a pause on that then, yeah? So you said at the time, our family was the only black family in that area. One of the only black families in Neasden, yeah. So what was that like? So growing well, up in Well, going to school for the first time, me and your auntie Carol, because mm. we were the elder ones. My yeah. sister was older than me, mm. and then it was me. Pauline, Pauline didn't start school yet, my other sister. And when we went to school, we were the only black kids in the school. Yeah, I know what that's like. Mm. But you know what? Um, I remember the playground. We, me and my sister just stayed underneath the hut. They had like two huts, and we just stayed there watching everybody. Everybody was just looking at us and running past. We never get no bad vibes from them. I think they were more shocked mm. to see us there as black kids in the school yeah. than anything else. But excuse me, within a matter of months, I think we had friends because mm. most of those friends lived in Neesden. Yeah. So. You know, then we actually grew up with them. So most of my friends back in those days, apart from my cousins mm. and immediate family, um, all my friends were white. Okay. They were white. We played football together. We went to the Welsh Sharp. Anything that was going on, they involved us. Mm, so yeah. you grew into that community very well and they accepted us and more black families moved in to the area so they made them come to the school. So it was, it was good times. That's good, man. You know? That's good, man. You know, and that's why I think it's interesting that they asked, asked you that question because... My dad, so my dad's like 64, I want to say, and he always used to tell me stories when I was growing up, which is slightly different to like him and his brothers. So my uncles used to like have getting, have trouble basically like integrating, being obviously young black boys in that time. So okay. I, think, I don't know, obviously I wasn't around then, but I can right. imagine it depends on where you was at. I think it depends on the area uh, where you lived in as, as well. That, that plays a great part. Yeah. yeah. Neeson was a very quiet place. Yeah. Very, very quiet. Um, Wilsden, Harlesden, Crickwood, Wembley, Kingsbury, Kilburn High Road. I'm not saying they were bad, they weren't bad places, but it was more of a generation of people where in these it was very, very down. Yeah. Everybody was just low relaxed, key, man. low yeah. key. So everybody's integrated much quicker and they had the big park across the road. So in the six weeks holiday, all the kids would be down there. So everybody's playing football and there was no, we didn't get no discrimination at all. Yeah. None, I feel like that's something that we're lacking now. So what? I feel like our generation was like the last generation to have kids playing in the park as much. Do you know what now I mean? Now we've got iPads. Now kids. everyone's on iPads, yeah. iPhones. Yeah, yeah. Things were, things were definitely, definitely diff different then because mm. um, we didn't have all those things. When your mum and your dad sent you to your room, might as well say you were in a prison. Yeah. Because <laughs> when you went in there, you just had your bed, yeah. your wardrobe, the door and the window. Yeah, right. So, you know, now now when you say to like my great granddaughter, go to your bedroom, yeah. she's skipping there. Yeah, 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 because she knows the TV's in there. Or to Shay or Tabor would just say, go to my bedroom, all right, thanks. Yeah. They shut the door and you wouldn't hear from them again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in our days, you're sitting there in silence and no telly, mm. no nothing, because in those days, there's only one telly in the house. Yeah, in the living room. And that was downstairs. Yeah. And that was controlled by your parents. Yeah. The only you can't time. Just watch it whenever you want to Oh, watch no, it. the only time you turn that telly, is when your dad said, turn the telly because you became the remote control. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they, they weren't getting up to turn the telly. It was either Paul, Carrie, um, Lorna, Jackie, what could they turn the television? That was, that was it. Yeah. So we had to watch what they were watching. Yeah. Unless in the daytime they weren't there, then we would just... Had some free reign. Do your thing. Yeah. And yeah. plus, telly would sign off at 12 o'clock. 
It would shut off at 12 o'clock. There's no dude. more telly really? after 12 o'clock. That's, not, that's, that's crazy. crazy so. Yeah, no more telly. Damn, like, until, until what age was it like that? Oh, so that no, you see, you see, you're taking me back. Um, that's man. <laughs> maybe until I was about, uh, I would say, 14, 15. That's mad. Yeah. Around about that time, yeah. It just lock off. That's crazy. 14, 15, I was heavy playing Fortnite. You'd have got, yeah, once yeah. lock up, you'd have God Save the Queen. Yeah. That's the last thing you're going to hear before you go to your bed. What? Is that what he's done, yeah? Okay, God Save yeah. the Queen. <laughs> Alright then, cool. So, I'm pretty sure you're one of, is it seven? One of seven? Nine of us. Nine? Yeah, seven um, sisters on one Yeah, I thought it was seven, I don't know why. Okay, then, cool. So, what was that like? I know you're the second, the second oldest. Yeah, yeah. What was that like? Because I know, so for you, Katara, context here. Eight of them, oh no, seven females, my aunties, and there's two boys, which is my granddad and my uncle Roy. So what was it yeah. like for you growing up in a household? You well, majority of <laughs> sisters. Well, it was like mm. kind of mouse in there at that time. Because mm. um, I'll, I'll give you an example. What it was like for me, if my dad would go out and my mum was going out, I'd have to go out. Yeah. Mm. And stay out yeah. until they come back. Yeah. Mm. So they say, Paul, through the door, because me and my sisters, we were like always in turmoil and okay, arguing okay. and, yeah. you know, but I wouldn't put my hand on them, but I'd be finding something to do, yeah. what they wouldn't like. Yeah. And if, even if my dad... Yeah, even so if my you dad, was the troublemaker? I was the troublemaker. Oh, right. okay. you know, even, even if my dad forgot to say through the door, my sister would say, Dad, aren't you telling him to go through the door? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but other than that, yeah, I'd be through the door, but I grew up my sisters in harmony yeah. until this day. Me and my sisters are closer than anything else. We've never yeah. argued, never fussed. That's and we're, one thing we're about, one. about this side of my family, like my granddad's family, everyone's close, like tight-knit family. So when it comes to Christmases, everyone's going to someone's house, whether it's my grandma or granddad's house, yeah. or my granddad's house, or my mum's house, my auntie's house. It's like Christmas time. That's when everyone comes together. And it's that family That's unit. how it should be, man. Yeah, and it's always been like that, to be honest with you. Like It's always been that close family unit. And I feel like that comes from... Grandma and granddad. Granddad, def 100%. Do you know what I mean? 100%. They're, so, the, they're the two greatest people I've ever known on this planet. Yeah, respect. My granddad yeah. and my grandma. Rest in peace, grandma and granddad. Yeah, rest in peace. Rest yeah. in peace. So, you know? what do you feel like... Who do you feel like had the biggest impact on your life? Of course, it's your mum and your dad, but who yeah. do you feel like had that big impact on your life and moulded you into Paul Dawkins, who you are, out of grandma and granddad? Well, there's several people. And uh, these these are these are Jamaican artists. Mm. So when I talk about Dennis Brown, yeah. Arthur Lillis, mm. John Holt, Ken Booth, Delroy Wilson, the Abyssinians, there's so many of them. Because when I came up to the age of 15, now mm. you know when you get to that age, you start yeah. to you want to go out. Yeah. So it's sneaking out of the house now. Yeah. And finding the clubs. Mm. And I was forever sneaking out of the house. Okay. There's a consequence when I come back. Yeah, but I'm I had to deal with the consequences. I had, to, I had to deal with it. I was, yeah. I was ready for that. Yeah. You know, yeah, anyway, yeah. I would, I would turn anywhere you want. You want, you want to give it to me. I'm gonna give it to you. Yeah. You know, I'm gonna say which, which side am I giving my dad when I got back in? Yeah. My back up. But yeah. that's, that, that was a part of growing up where you had to had to respect your parents at the same time, but yeah. you had to disrespect it sometimes mm. to go out to learn yeah. what was out there. And find yourself as well. Huh? And find and yourself myself. as well. Yeah. yeah. So. My dad will always say, mind the company you keep. Mm. Even my best friend, my dad would say, mind that boy, mind him, mind him. I said, dad, he's my best friend. Mm. My dad said, mind him. It's years after now I realized 
Chilling. what my dad was trying to say. Oh, that's so real. That is so real. What you know? What I'm what I'm trying to say. It's not all your friends. Yeah. But when they say that, they don't mean that he's bad. But he, he was telling me, mind your friends. Yeah. 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 Let's pause there as well, cause my was it my mom? I can't remember my mum or my dad. My, they had the same conversation with me with a specific friend. Tay, watch that boy, you know. I'm not saying don't be friends with him, but no, you watch mean him. I did. I, and it was probably you. <laughs> yeah, as well. yeah, you remember? Yeah, actually, no, it was me. It was me. It actually was my granddad. It was my granddad. You remember? <laughs> yeah, I remember. And he kept on saying, mind this boy, mind this boy. And I used to think, granddad, like, come on, that's my guy. Like, nothing's going to happen between me and him. But yeah. guys, a couple of years down the line, Something happened between me and him. Me and him don't even and you speak. Fe- no and, more. You, and you fell out. Yeah, yeah we don't speak no more. Yeah, you yeah. know what I'm saying. So that's why I've I feel had like that as well. That's not you know. That's parents. Why. They they've got a different view of you. It's like oh, they've got a yeah. bird's eye view. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, because yeah, they've yeah, gone literally. through it themselves. They've got that bird's eye view where they can see certain things that you may not be able to see. No, that's real, man. And even just adding in my two cents here, I think the reason why parents will say that is because, like you said, you're in it. So your child, you, I feel like everyone growing up feels like they're the first one doing everything. Like when yeah. I was, you were sneaking out, you probably think, oh, my dad wouldn't hear me creeping down the stairs. But your dad yeah. probably used to do he that. Knew, do you know he, what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he, knew, like, he knew all the, all the, all the tricks. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. when your parents are looking at you saying, mind your friend, that's because they've probably been in that situation the themselves and yeah. they're trying to pass it on to pass you. But when you're young, exactly. you're hard-headed. Dad, yeah. don't worry about that. That's my boy. You don't, yeah, you, yeah. You're, you as a child think to your parents, you don't understand, but yeah. No, you as a youth you don't, you understand. don't understand. You know what I'm saying? So I agree still. That's one of them things where it's like, if you don't hear, you must feel. Yeah, you know what I mean? that's real. Because I, I, I didn't hear and then I ended up getting burnt by my friends, you yeah. know what I mean? And I feel yeah. like some things in life, you just have to go through yourself to fully understand it. Yeah. You know I mean? Well, come back to my the music who built me now. So yeah. when I was going to the clubs um, for the first time, I'd go in there and there's bigger people to me, older, but we still get in. We still get in. Mm. And I used to stand there and watch all these people dancing with these girls and they'd be singing in their ears and I said to myself, geez, I never know that black men could sing like that. Yeah. And you know, the girls are singing and the guys are singing and I stood up and I said to myself, at 15, God, I want to do that. Yeah. Mm. Inspired. I, I, mm. I, yeah, I, I want to be, I, I, now I want to be in the music. Mm. Definitely, because from a younger age, the first record I ever heard was My Boy Lollipop. No, now, yeah. that, well, you see. Like, you, have, you have heard of it. So yeah, that's, a, that, name, that's one of the first it. number ones in England, my boy Lollipop. And mm-hmm. I remember um, taking my dad's belt and putting the broom through the through the hole and tying it and sing along to my boy Lollipop. And even when my dad went out, me and my sister would put on the on the record player yeah. and play the music and, and be watching through. And as soon as they come back, we'd lock it up and go back into the room. And then, um, yeah, that's what brought me into it. And then as I went to school now, um, John Kelly School, Mm. This is made, secondary school now, yeah? Yeah, secondary school. Yeah. I, I built a bass guitar. Yeah. Okay. Not knowing that that's, I'd end up playing it. Yeah, years later. Exactly. So once I left school now, um, we had a cousin named George Oban, actual fan of Aswad. And it was me, George... What's, what's Aswad for the audience that don't know? Aswad is a, one of the famous group in England right now. They went to number one with Don't Turn Around. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, Brinsley Ford, Tony Gadd, George Oban... Um, who else was in that band? Donald and um, oh gosh, I can't remember his other name now. I went to school with him yesterday, yeah, 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 Courtney, Courtney, right? Yeah, and what happened was, um, so it was me, George, started off, and Tony Gad, who's actually in Aswad to this day still. So, George has built let's make a group together. So, we said, okay, let's let's do the group. So, we didn't have a guitarist, Mm. so we heard that Brinsley. He was doing double deckers and please sir, you won't know though. But I was about shows. to say, what, what's double yeah. deckers and it, what's it, it, was, it was a TV program. Okay, it was a TV program on TV, 
and police, sir. He was acting in it. But we didn't really know him in Neesden, but he, we all lived in Neesden together. Mm. So what happened was, we heard he had a guitar, so we went down, knocked his door, and we said, oh, and his mum opened the door and said, um, I said, is Brinsley there? And she goes, yes, well, he came downstairs, and we said, um, he goes, yeah, I said, um, I've heard, we heard he got a guitar. And these words were, well, I don't know how to play it yet. Mm. I said to him, don't worry about that. We're all, we're all going to learn is, together. Is this your first time meeting him? Yeah, for, yeah. yeah we knew him in Nizam, but the first time we actually okay. were having a conversation. Okay, okay. Because we were dealing with music now. Yeah. So we said he ain't got no strings on it. So look, don't worry. We will all get together. So we got together. Mm. And at that time, I can't remember the money them times. It was shillings, man. Mm. You know what well, you know what shillings yeah. are, man. Right? <laughs> your owner. Shillings. <laughs> shillings. <laughs> shillings, shillings you know? That's crazy. Pence and uh, 50 That's bob crazy. and all them kind of stuff, you know? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and it's a whole put, different currency. Yeah, yeah, different currency. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. we put together, and bought some strings, and we started to rehearse. Yeah, me, George, and Brinsley. Then we had Joe, was um the singer. He came from Wilsden. Um, he was a singer. And as we progressed now, what happens? We're going along rehearsing, but we had to make sure that because we was playing reggae, our parents was into the church so much, so we had to be careful. Mm. What, what, I mean, yeah, we duck and dive in between them and play our music when we could. And um. George had to go back to Jamaica because he, he, he wasn't of age to stay. Yeah. So George said to me, Paul, keep, keep you guys keep going until I come back. Yeah. I didn't know how long he's going to be before he came back. I think George came back about five years after. Wow. But you're still going? By the time me and Brinsley now, we're still as a duo. Still yeah. working at it. Moving yeah. together. Yeah. He's a guitarist and I'm a bass. And we used to do, do um, talent contests all over the place. Went to Beckford Hall one night and um, we won the contest. And then um, a couple of days after, we heard that Junior English was looking for us. Well-known singer over here as well. God rest in peace, Junior in peace. He's gone now. And um, we became his, um, his musicians. I was his yeah. bass player. And um, Junior was the... Um, I think that's your phone, yeah. man. Yeah, Brinsley, Brinsley, Brinsley was the, um, was the um, guitarist. So did that complete the band? No, no, at, no. At the time, it was, yeah, there was John Bago, um, Graham from the Mohawks, yeah. and um, Trevor. So the band was that's called the Concords, believe it or not. Yeah. That was the name of the band. The Concords. Yeah. yeah. So we was touring for a little while. <clears throat> the group broke up. Um, can't remember the reason. Anyway, it doesn't that really matter right now? Yeah. Then George came back. Then George wanted to form back Aswad again. We formed back the band again yeah. with the name Aswad. Yeah. So I went down with my bass guitar and stuff down the thing, and you know. Sorry, before, if I wheel back, wheel back, me and Brinsley were still going around. Then uh, Delroy Washington, another guy who went to school with us, he was one of the first black guys to be signed to um, Virgin. Ah, okay, okay, okay. Um, he's passed away. God rest in peace as well. Rest in peace. R.I.P. Um, yeah, and then um, one day he was coming through Haas and he said to us, Bob Marley's living in Neesden. I said, yeah, just what? Yeah, yeah, what are you yeah, talking yeah, about? Tempting. What are you talking <laughs> That's about? crazy, so, man. He said, yeah, come and... The next day we met up with him, went down to Bob Marley's house and we met Bob Marley for the first time. Yeah. Let's pause then. Let's pause. Because pause, 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 pause. Yeah, like yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, so back then though, was Bob Marley as did Bob Marley have that same credibility and name back then? No, he didn't reach that status yet. He, okay. he, he didn't. He was climbing up. He was climbing up. He, so yeah, I think he came over to make the his LP um with um Chris Blackwell. That's why they came over to England. I think they were here before, mm. so I don't want to say that they weren't, but they were here before. But they actually came to Neesden yeah. to um to, to live and there. That's where his base was, yeah. The base in in the circle. Okay. 
just down the road from Auntie Jackie. Okay. You drive down it. The, the plaque is there and it should be on the wall still. Yeah, that's mad. Okay, so what, what year are we talking? Oh, geez, we're talking. Because I done my research. 72, 72. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just about to click and go, yeah, it was around yeah. that time. Yeah. So, so, so what was that like now? So We're meeting Bob for the Marley yeah. for the first time. It's like excitement. Yeah. Mm. Because we're actually in his presence, mm. in his house. That's mad. That's before Bob Marley actually locked or anything like that. He had. Yeah, it was it was starting to come. Yeah, yeah, like an afro, but you could see it was it's starting yeah, to start, look up a lot. Yeah, yeah, one of the bell pieces you can see he's actually he's actually on there like that. He's got a big split in his mouth, yeah. and you see you see him like that. That's when we knew him. Yeah, and we've been there, jamming. He didn't he didn't come downstairs very much. One or two times he'd come down and join in, but most time he was upstairs. But the rest of the band, Peter Tosh, Bonnie Whaler, Family Man, and his brother was there, and we'd be jamming with them, mm. and then. What happened was Family Man, the bass player, oh, wow. he used to come around to my dad's house mm. and show me how to play bass, teach me how to walk the bass yeah. and play the bass. He'd come down like every Thursday or something like that. Um, that was good for me. And I remember one time we was at the house and they were all getting in the car to go and do the old grey whistle test. And we, want, we wanted to go, me and Brinsley wanted to go, but they said, no, you guys stay behind. Yeah. And I remember they said, drink some hot pepper soup. Mm. And, uh, well, I don't know about that at that time because we wasn't introduced to Pepper like that. And when I realised, when I saw them do Stare It Up on the Old Grey Whistle Test. That's crazy, man. That, that was a time when we could have gone with them. Yeah. So every time I see that captured on the television, I go, my God, that's the yeah. time when we was around Bob Marley. Yeah. That's crazy, man. So let's, let's, let's debrief, let's debrief because this is a lot. This is <laughs> sick, a, man. Yeah. Like, big respect to you because I just want to portray to everyone like, yes, this is... Tay's granddad, but this is Paul this is, Dawkins, this is you know what I mean? The name stands saying. alone, you know what I'm trying to say? Put respect on it. And yeah. we're going to get there as well in terms of Paul Dawkins and what you've been able to achieve in the music industry as well. Because I feel like a lot of the audience mm. may not oh, even no. know that yeah. right now. Because we'll get there anyway. Literally. Um, so I was just going to add on and say that like yeah. you was essentially like a pioneering figure alongside, you are one of the greats alongside mm. other greats who really changed the, the reggae game and lovers rock game as we know it today. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So what was that like? A question, yeah? When you was doing it, so you set up your band, you're part of Aswad, you've met Bob Marley, you're doing these shows, go out, so obviously you've done my research and thing, on Patricia yeah. Talks' episode, you were saying that you were right. doing majority of shows outside of London right. when you were setting with up, junior, yeah? yeah? with Junior, yeah. What was that like? Like, did you know that you was almost creating a movement or was it just like, I'm just doing some music? No, no, as I say, you know it was mean? the love and I, I, I found that I've, I've realised that I've, I've realised that I'm doing what I want to do. Yeah. I mean, the first time when we, we were rehearsing like for eight weeks, we had eight weeks to go before we were on the road. So yeah. we've never been in front of an audience before. This is just in Minute Avenue down in, in Harsden. Yeah. And the, t the day came where we're on the way to Birmingham now. Reality is, is, is here. It's real now. It's real. We're going to be playing in front of an audience, you're gonna to have to remember all your lines, yeah. and you've got about eight, nine songs. You can't mess up. Yeah, you've got to remember everything yeah. what you're doing. Mm. Have a put on a performance. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. we went on there, and the first show we done it. As soon as I came off, I said, "Yes, this is it now. Yeah. Yeah. I've arrived now. This I, is real. I, I'm here I, to this do. is this yeah. is what I'm here to do." Mm. And then after 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 we after after that first show, we came back and we done something. Then the, then the band broke up. Mm. Then moving on, as as you said how I began to come to Paul Dawkins. When, when, when Azza was moving together, I said to George, George, you know what? Because I was listening to who? Delroy Wilson, mm. Martin Ellis. Do you know who Delroy Wilson is? Let's Probably pause. Not. Do you know who Delroy Wilson is? Yeah? Probably can't put a, a name, a face to the name, but if I heard the But you know who his son is? Guess who his son is? Who? His son's Conan from Crepton Conan. 
What is now? Yes, man. For real? Yes, oh, yeah, definitely. Conan, That's crazy. Conan, Conan's dad is Delvin Wilson. No way. Yeah. Yeah. Said on. I didn't. I didn't even know that. I just put two and two together. I knew that. I knew that. Yeah. You see how music runs in the family. That's crazy. Now look at this now. Yeah. So. Let's pause. Crepton Conan, That's they're mine. probably one of the biggest UK rap artists to come out of the UK, yeah. period. Now, yeah. Yeah? But that came from my granddad's generation. So yeah. Paul Dawkins, Delroy Wilson, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's yeah, come yeah. down, it's, it's, it's a come, triple It's come out of the, of, of the stock, of the, of yeah. the fathers or the mothers who have been in the business. Yeah. yeah. You know? That's crazy. I didn't even know that, man. That's, That's crazy, crazy still. So how close was you and Delroy? Was you guys... All right, I'm going to come to that now. So yeah. I said to George oh. and Brinslow, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to move on. I, I want to do like Delroy Wilson and where Brinsley and George are more like roots like Bob Marley. Not to say that we didn't want to play that kind of music, yeah. but I was into kind of like the, the, call it love music. Yeah. yeah. You know, just, just reminiscing and, and serenading the girls. And that's what yeah. I Natural wanted to do. Natural woman, you hear? Yeah. You know about so, that you did. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. so what happened was, I met up with some of my colleagues from school, mm. Leslie McNeil, rest in peace again, Leslie. Paul Thompson, Christopher Henry, and um, Tony Matthews. Yeah. So I met them up in Harrow Road and went round the back. And um, yeah, watching them playing. Then I realized that Christopher Henry, who's my good friend, he lives in America now, he was a bass player. So guess what? I couldn't play bass yeah. mm. because there was someone there already. Taken, yeah. it, it, that spot was taken. So they were jamming away. I, but when I used to go to them clubs, I used to mimic how those guys used to sing and learn their songs. Yeah. Mm. Not knowing what was I doing. I was training my voice yeah. to become, mm. become a singer. Yeah. I didn't just naturally just get up and start singing. Yeah, yeah. Just you have to flex that muscle, you know what I mean? Yeah. Right. So yeah. um, when I started to sing, they go, Paul, we didn't know you were sing you could sing. I said, Well, nor did I. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. so what we've done is they said, Paul, if you want to join the band, you can join the band. Yeah. I joined the band. So we start up. So Chrissy was just about learning the bass. So guess what? This was my time now to teach him mm, yeah. what I knew. Yeah. So the tunes what you hear on on, on some of our albums, quite a few of those bass lines, they're my yeah, bass lines. So I play them yeah. and give them to him, like every look a bit in my heart, all them kind yeah. of tunes. Mm. So most of the lines are made up. Legendary, man. Leslie would come in and find the words to go with it. So, yeah, it once it. so you had the foundation. Yeah, yeah. so when Leslie started singing, then I would find the harmonies. Yeah. So I was like the harmony man. Yeah. yeah. For nearly all the songs, yeah. I would find the harmonies. So almost like you was the glue, really. Yeah, yeah. I'd say. find the harmonies and yeah. the the, mu the movements on the master. Chrissy, no, don't play it like that. Play it like this. Yeah. Mm, mm, mm. Left him. I wasn't gonna I wasn't gonna take nothing away from him, but I would teach him yeah. how to play it. Because you went through that process already of learning how to play Yeah, because yeah, I, I I was on yeah. the road long before tradition. And as what got together, because mm, mm, it was me and Brinsley, yeah. who you was back in this long in before game. Lovers Rock. Lovers Rock wasn't even nowhere to be seen. Yeah. No, other than, you know, Delroy was at that, that time, that wasn't called Lovers Rock. Yeah. Lovers Rock didn't belong to a Jamaican music. Yeah. It was it was founded here. Yeah. So while I was with tradition now, um, I was like a rogue. I was hungry for, for music. Mm. So I went and sang for different people. I sang for Arawak Records. I sang for Ronald Ferguson, Sonny Ferguson's brother. I sang for D-Roy Records. And that's when I start to make songs like Ever Look A Bit In My Heart. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, sorry, not sorry. Take that back a little bit. Natural Woman. Big to true. Love Someone. Mm, that's um, go Find Yourself A Fool. Yeah. Come My Baby. Many more mind-blowing decisions what I've done with Jeffrey Liscott. I can't leave out Jeffrey Liscott. Grandad, um, what's your, what's your favourite song you made? You know what? I, I haven't got a favourite song. No? A lot of people always ask me that question. Mm. And I never say, oh, it's natural or it's this tune. 
to be quite honest, I don't think I've sang my favourite song yet. Really? Oh, that's good. That means you're always reinventing yourself. There's yeah, I don't think I've sang my favourite song until I said, that's the song. I like that. Yeah. All right, cool. Let me rephrase the question then, yeah? What's your most meaningful song? A song that resonates with you the most that you've created? What, personal or just what I've written? Yeah, personal, personal. A song that relates to you. That There is none. There's none, huh? No, there okay. is none. Because all my Why songs that? up to date, other than the new LP, what I'm doing now, mm. all the songs what I've ever sang, I never wrote them. I'd, got, I'd come here, say you've got a rhythm track, I'd come in the studio, natural woman, I was in the studio, came in, freestyle. hear the rhythm track, and I just went inside, put the headphones on, I and I just it. sang it from top to bottom. Yeah, Off that's, the dome. That's real that's talent different. right there. That's, that's the real different. talent right there. Because you see today, it's so disrupt, bro, yeah? yeah? See today, it's different because obviously, it's just, it's just not the same. Like, you, like you're saying, Anks, yeah, you would go in the booth, yeah, what comes to mind, you're thinking of the next word, then yeah, I sing this, right. then the yeah, next yeah, one yeah. comes. It, it just flows from yeah, the soul. Yeah, 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 yeah. But today, you could do the pause. You got your like, pen and your paper, you got your notes. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, there's a lot yeah. of revisions, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, but now I'm doing that because I've got my studio, as you guys have come up and seen it already. Yeah. Most of my songs, what I've got now, it's, it's all pen to paper. Yeah. Because I've had my time, because of the lockdown, um, everybody was locked down. I had a studio there. There's nothing else to do. Mm, different yeah. So I had the time to sit down and, yeah. and pen and paper. So I had, yeah. I had the tracks in front of me and I said, you know what, let me start writing some of these songs. Mm. And to be quite honest, I, was, I even shocked myself to know that I, I could write like that. Yeah. And I'm going back, God, if I was writing these songs, back then, back then my catalogue would have been yeah. much bigger. Is there any one thing you would have done differently looking back? What is one thing you would have done differently looking back? And I'm going to come back to the same thing I started, get the paperwork right. Yeah. Mm. What's the importance If you don't get your paperwork right, your, 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 um, all your writing things, PRS, MCPS, the business side of the music, and that's what was a downfall for a lot of us. Mm. Not just me, right through the board, everybody was coming up through that time. Mm. Woman, man, everybody got stung right through from, 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 from the producers because mm. the producer to me is someone who can go in there and produce the music tell you what to play how to play it and how to mix it and how to do this and if I say there's let's say there's 20 promote there's 20 producers in England right now I guarantee you only two of them can do that mm-hmm. you have producers of who can produce and you have the money producer which one good, which one bad? But but money producer, he puts his name as produced mm. by. Okay. He might as well said funded by. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's his song essentially then. Do you know yeah. What I mean? And and there again, because of the the lack of knowledge to do with the music business, they actually took everything. Yeah. Natural Woman, I've never got no royalties from Natural Woman. Wow. Somebody's taken that and said it's, he wrote it. Mm. I just laughed. And can you imagine that that? Now on Spotify, if that song was on Spotify now, yeah. like imagine that song was made now and it was on Spotify, you'd be making money from that every single month. Yeah, but yeah, but Spotify now. It wasn't I, about yeah, but then. all right, I've got I've got to love someone on Spotify, but you're not making any money from Spotify. If you notice, most of the big acts they've all pulled away from Spotify because there's no mm. money making there. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's true. And you as an individual, and even Spotify said said now that if you don't have a thousand. Streams, streams a lot. You ain't getting you nothing. nothing yeah. can you but if, yeah. if, if, if three, if say three pounds was made out of that thousand streams of yours, yeah, they take that and yeah. give it to the bigger artists. Yeah. So Spotify, I don't worry about. It. Right yeah. now, and I'm learning through you guys. The best way to do it is like what you're doing here now. Content, social media. Social media. Yeah, you don't, we don't. You know, everybody say, oh, we can't get on television. We can't get on the radio. 
I mean, the, the radio, that, that's, 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 there's a bow in there, that's tight, that's, yeah. that's in a safe. There's no way you're getting in there just like that. Yeah. You know, you, you're going to be very lucky to get in there. Back in the days, mm. yes, you most probably get in there. Because it was a trend that most of the big record companies, they all want, always wanted a reggae band. So all of them had reggae bands. And then when they let them go, they let all of us go at the same time. So, you know. Yeah. I feel like that's the thing where, like, if you don't have a seat at the table, create your own table type of thing. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Like, there may be certain shows that you want to go on, like your ITVs or your BBC. You don't need them no more. You don't have access to go on it, but yeah. you can create your own. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like that's where, that's where everything's going right now. It's ownership. Do you know what I'm saying? Having your own show like the Energizer where you can push out your own content and put yeah. your own personality out there. And now you're in control of it rather than someone else. Yeah, because remember those stations, they, they only go to a certain, they only go so far. Yeah. And they stop where the internet, Twitter, Facebook, and all <clears> those <throat> other platforms, they're going worldwide. Yeah. And what pl bigger platform you want than that? You can't say, I just want to stay in there. I want to be on British television. I want to be on, on, on British. Yeah, it's good if, if that happens. Mm. But why you can't, we're not focusing ourselves to that now. Yeah. We're not doing that. We're not going to do that. And I, I realised that within the business, when you do get on those programmes, and I'm not going to take it back, when you do get on those programmes and on telly and certain things, it's like, you get lost. It's like you, you, you've gone through a cloud and you can't find your way back mm. amongst your own people who you used to be around. Mm -hmm. right, so I have a question, yeah, off the back of what you're saying. Do you feel like, so obviously you're saying that when it comes to producers and stuff, you didn't really know the business to the music because right. obviously to have a music career you need to know both like right, passion right, alone is right, not enough right. yeah do you feel like today do you feel like you deserve more recognition for what you've contributed to the music industry no I don't whatever, whatever, whatever I've got now I, I just hold that yeah I just hold that because to me it's only people letting me know oh Paul you're this I'm going no 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 I'm just poor, man. Don't worry about that. Yeah. I go out and people say, oh, Mr. Dawkins, I saw the other day I want to come and say something, but I do want to come in your space. I said, what space are you talking about? Yeah. Mm. No, 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 I'm not like that. If you see me, come and say something to me. Yeah. Don't be scared to come and say something to me like, like I'm up there. I'm not up there, man. I, yeah. I just do something different what you can't do. And yeah. it's something what you can do what I can't do. Yeah. yeah. So I'm going to hold my corner and just be humble. I respect that. And if so you be so humble, good. then... In the, the world's your oyster. Yeah. But I don't want to say that, you know, I'm looking for anything more than what's going on there. Even the songs, what I'm writing now, I'm not expecting to make no money out of it. Mm. You it's get a me? passion project. But it's a project where if I can make some songs and they can play them in the parties and, and clubs, and I can go out there and stand up the same way, mm. and go, look, they're singing that song. Yeah. yeah. And that must be the best feeling as well. Yeah. Like, the best way I can relate that is, like, yeah. with Trendsetter now, like, walking on the road and seeing someone that you do not know wearing your brand... Mm. That's the same feeling I guess you would have. Yeah, because they don't know you're you. You're in a party and they're listening to your music or dancing to your music, but they don't know it's you who created yeah, that it, song. It, it, exactly, you know I mean? exactly. And yeah. that's, that's the greatest thing, that they, they don't know. But you can sit back and go, yeah, I done that. Yeah. I've got another question. This is, this is interesting, man. I like learning, you know what I mean? And I, I know me and Tay the same here. Yeah. When it comes to an elder, obviously yours, granted anyways, but more so for me, for both of us, yeah, like it's, it's always good to learn from your elders, you know what I'm trying to say? Because mm -hmm. I feel like even if you don't do it deliberately, by the things you're saying and how you're talking, there's wisdom that can always be drawn and pulled for that. Do you know what I mean? So my next question is, in your last podcast or one of the previous podcasts with Patricia Talks, right. you mentioned that on one of the talks, you one of the um, concerts or performances you did, 
when they introduced you as oh and next guest we have Paul Dawkins not many people was right. reacting to the name until you came and done your first song and right. then they was like oh right and then I'm singing along because they know your song right, right. so my question to that is what year so looking back what year was it when you had that okay like that I've really, made my mark moment what was moment was it when you said alright cool I'm here uh, I'm rap and people know about me I would say 15 years 15 years into the industry, yeah? Yeah, because okay. um, Carol Thompson and Janet Kay, I think they kept something down in um, in Hackney. Yeah. Um, it wasn't Hackney Empire, it was another place down there. And um, when Carol phoned me, she said to me, Paul, you've got to come on the show. It's Kings and Queens. It's called Kings and Queens. Mm. So I said, okay. So she goes, Paul, I want you to sing um, Natural Woman, To Love Someone. And what was the other song? There was one more song. Yeah. I said, okay. So I said, I've done that with Tradition. I've done that with, um, as Paul Dawkins. I've done that with Eptics. And I've done that with Four in a Row. So when you look at the flyer, guess what? No. I was on there three different times. Yeah. Okay. As three different that bands. Mm, 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 mm. Yeah. But people knew me from Tradition because I'd done them songs while I was with Tradition yeah. on the side. Mm. Yeah. Because when we were signed to RCA, I had to use different names just in case it would, you know, have a problem with the contract and stuff like that. So I had yeah. to make sure I protected the rest of the guys. Yeah. So I had Eptics, Four in a Row, Third Eye Band, so much different names I've sang under. Mm. So when, when they announced me on the stage, they've never heard of Paul Dawkins before. Because yeah. I always come as tradition. Yeah. So it's ladies and gentlemen, Paul Dawkins. It was like... Kick <laughs> yeah. it. Right, let's, let's pause, because I like to break things down a bit now, yeah? What was you feeling at, at that moment? So... When they've announced your name, you're about to go on stage and you're here and you don't, you're not getting that reaction that you expected. How do you feel in that time there? No, well, what happened was because I was connected to, to, to the um, tradition, mm. my thing was when I left the band, mm. it was for me now to do what? Create your own name. To make my own name. Mm, yeah. So that's what I went out there to do. Mm. So I didn't mind if they didn't know mm. who my name was. My name was the port, as any port, um, an, an important sense, right? Yeah. It was to know that when that tune started, mm. there we right. go. All right. He's the it's man the who sings moment. that song. Mm. And to this day, to this day still, I'll go and sing that song and people go, I didn't know you sang that song. Because mm. why? If you stay humble, you don't jump and shout and tell everybody, that's me. You just hold your corner. I've been sitting down on tables and dinner and dancing and stuff like that. And they said, ladies and gentlemen, when I come back to the table, I go, all this time you were sitting here, and you tell me that you, I said, why should I do that? Mm. But after the years now, after the years, when they did know who I was, five years after, six years after, up to this day, when they say Paul Dawkins, they know exactly who I am because mm. they've seen me so many times. Yeah. Tay, yeah. what's the lesson in that? Boy, the lesson in that, I feel like sometimes you don't need to be the loudest in the room. Like for you to be, for you to be known in the room, you don't need to be the loudest in the room. Do you know what mm. I mean? No. And if you think about it sometimes that, like, Usually the most confident person in the room quietest. is the most quietest. Keep you know quiet. what I'm saying? Because they know internally who I am and what I've done. So exactly. I don't need to scream and shout. You don't, you don't need to do that. Because yeah, yeah, you've, yeah. you've got weight behind you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's you what know your song's behind you or whatever your brand. You just sit back and no one don't know who you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got to be... If, if, right, if I say to you who is Nike and who is, who is Adidas and who are these people, you'll never ever see the people who they are. Mm -hmm. You don't know them. But they're there. Mm, that's so true, you know. And they've got people that's true, man. doing their work. They're doing their Boy, work. Nobody should know who you are. Mm. That's so or true. You're, you're just, you know, you're working for somebody else. 
Yeah, or if someone said to you, who's who's point out what Ralph Lauren or Louis Vuitton looks like? Mm. Yeah, they're, they're not going to do that. That's got me thinking of a trendsetter because... No. I, because, like, thinking about it now, if you pointed out, like, who's the owner of trendsetter, they're going to point at me. I feel like there's two different routes you can kind of go down with a clothing brand. Like, you can go down the route of just pushing the brand by itself, your face not being out there on the forefront, or you pushing your brand through your face. You yeah, they, well, this, well, well, this yeah. is it. This is it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But other people do that for you. Yeah. Mm. You That's, just sit back. Yeah. yeah. You never see sometimes you're working in a workplace or somebody, you won't even see the MD of the place. Yeah. You mm. might just come around now and then you see him jumping in a big car and just looking and go, that's the guy who owns the place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. That's so true. That's so true. <laughs> so it's interesting. That's so true, man. And I feel like one, the reason why I asked you what's the lesson within that is because mm. from what you're saying, what I learned from that is sometimes you just have to let the work speak for itself. And yeah. I feel yeah. like obviously that kind of ties into with Trendsetter, yeah? yeah? Sometimes you don't even need to be the face. Sometimes there's different ways you can push your thing, but at the end of the day, the work is going to always... If you really want to get somewhere, the work needs to speak for itself. Actions always speak louder, innit? You know what I'm saying? That's I why know. I said to Taylor, I'm going to tell him straight. When he says he's going to go and deliver here, I said, hey, man, you shouldn't be doing that. Mm-hmm. That's not you to be doing that. Mm. Get it out there another way. Because there is channels <sighs> out there for you yeah, My to spinning. get it out. Or even an example, adding on to that, yeah? You put a video on your story recently on social media, on Instagram, yeah? And he put a, a video about. saying... Sometimes it was an interview with this white guy, and he was saying that sometimes you need to transition from being a hustler to being a CEO yeah. mm. because the things that the hustler day to day is doing is not the same stuff the CEO is going to be doing. Exactly, you know what yeah. I mean? And I feel like that's that transitional period that I'm in. Mm. Starting the clothing brand, it's like I had to put trendsetter on my back and carry it. Yeah, you have to start it. Well, Chris, yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot, a lot of people, some people do that. Yeah, but then like you Virgin, get to that um, what's the name uh, from Virgin? Um, oh, I can't remember his name Richard now. Branson. Yeah. He used to run on, the, on his bike, yeah. delivering records. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. After, yeah so what you've done, what you started is not wrong. Yeah. Now he owns but after island, a little while, you come off of that yeah, now. Yeah. You get to a certain point. Elevate. Someone wants yeah. to order. Elevate. So if someone wants to order clothes, you 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 got you got a, a, a line where you know that's how it's good. That's how you're gonna get it. No other way. Mm. If you want something from Amazon, you ain't gonna go to Amazon. You gotta wait till it comes to you. Yeah. Two, there's a, there's oh you're gonna buy it tomorrow. I'm learning uh, from or this. Or one store. next day, it yeah. ain't here. You gotta wait because you've mm. ordered it already mm. and paid for it. Who owns Amazon? You don't know who that is. Yeah. Unless the van comes along and drops it off. And get, guess what? Even Amazon got people who just drive cars yeah. and just drop off stuff. Yeah. That's their job. He's using people to do that. Mm. Yeah. But you as a, as a main man, no. Preach, Lux! Yeah. Preach! Yeah, yeah man. So yeah, 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 before, yeah. just to break up the conversation a little bit, because I want to ask you another question. Yeah. But to all of the people watching, like, this is probably the first time that you're hearing firsthand from like one of the pioneers and legends from Le- um, Lovers Rock and the reggae era. Do you know what I mean? We're literally mm-hmm. sitting here with a legend and it just so happens to be the granddad of my boy mm-hmm. over here. Do you know what I mean? So I'm just saying, for all of you lot who are learning from this episode, pay it forward. Like I said last episode, none of this stuff is paid. It's all for free. Right. So the same way you're learning and you found out about our podcast pass from somebody else or YouTube, pass it on. Send this to somebody. Yeah. Show this to your mum. Your mum probably knows about Paul, Daw- Paul Dawkins more than you or do you know what I mean? So mm. share this, man, for real. 100%. On, That's music, yeah? Actually, do you know what? Before we even get to that part, before we wrap up music, at what point, yeah, did you say to myself, did you say to yourself, right, I'm Paul Dawkins, and now I've made it to a certain point where I'm known. So you went through this phase where you're going onto this stage and people may not know exactly who Paul Dawkins is. When was that point when you realised, okay, now people know the name Paul Dawkins? Oh yeah, well, when I go out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I go out. Mm. If I go to a shop or go to a club or wherever I go, I, 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 know that I can see someone saying, oh, that's Paul Dawkins. Mm. That's Paul. But I don't take it in as, yeah, I've made it. <laughs> 
you know, I, 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 I don't know if I'm too humble or what, I just say, yeah, well, yeah, I've reached that point. Yeah. yeah I've reached yeah. that point where, yes, I don't, not, I'm not looking no freebies or nothing like that. And I told people that if you, you know, if, if you, if you've got a, a function going on and you say, oh, Paul, I'll put your name at the door. Mm. When I get there, if my name is not there, I don't kick up my fuss. You know what I do? Mm. I pay my money mm. and I go in. Mm, and you'll never ever know that I paid my money at the door. Because yeah. mm. I'm supporting you mm. as my friend. Mm. Yeah, wait now. Mm. I respect What do you think about that? You, you understand what I'm saying? Energy. Your yeah. other people will go, whoa, and make up. No, I'm not yeah. doing that. I just pay my money because I know it's you. Mm. So if Where did that 20... come from, though? Because not everyone's like that. Not everyone's like no, that. You see, it's, it's within the humblest, uh, how you're going to humble yourself and go, you know what, you don't want to <clears throat> put it this way. You see people do things and you go, I ain't going to do that. Mm. So you learn from other people as well. Mm-hmm. You, you're at the door and you see some guys come at the door or they're making a pure noise or it might be in a supermarket it might be anywhere and you go why are you bringing so much attention to yourself yeah you don't need to do that mm. unless it's necessary where someone's actually you know really d- disrespecting you in a way that you, you, have to, you have to talk up but on a level no I said I don't want to be known I don't want my name called within the business poor dog is it no, no I don't want that yeah, because mm. then you start to build a reputation for yourself as well. You build a reputation for yourself. Yeah. Always be early. If you tell me to come at seven o'clock, I'm outside at six o'clock. Mm. I don't do late because anything can happen on the road where you can't get there on that time. Yeah. And when one some when someone says you're gonna you're, you're booked for that show, you wanna come on the motorway and then there's two hours traffic, you can't move and you gotta be there within an hour. Mm. So you have got two hours traffic and you meant to be there in an hour. Now you're stressed. Mm. So you, you leave two hours before so you've got that two hours and you can still get there yeah. for that hour mm, yeah mm. those are the small little things man those little small things will, will, yeah. will push you along you know that's why right. man so you being who you are now yeah what type of advice would you give to your younger self or do you know what let's not even do that what type of advice would you give to me and Ty so coming up now we're following this route that you're in fair enough it's not in the music industry but we're on our climb to success yeah, yeah. what piece of advice or gems would you give to me and Ty? As I said, the first thing, make sure all your paperwork and everything is in, 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 order. in mm. order. Because when you're, as you're coming up, guess what? There's, there's some other heads out there watching what's going on. Don't think they haven't seen all of this. I know about Trendsetter. Mm. They're out there, they're, they're watching. Who are these guys? And one day they might come to you for whatever reason. But guess what? When they come to you, you're going to be on both sides of the coin. You're going to have it up here, yeah. and know that you can talk for yourself and have no records behind you because they will look, find out about Tavon and find out about him. See if he's got any records out there, police mm. records. Because that's what they're going to do. Because they want to know who they're dealing with is above board. Yeah. You know, and just keep humbling yourselves. You've got to mm. humble yourselves. Don't be, be, try to be bigger than nobody else and it will just fall on your plate. Yeah. It will fall on your plate. That's, that's what I'm saying. That, that goes for you guys and Everybody else out there who's in your age, age group and who's leaving school and coming up, just humble yourself. Mm. Because what I've learned, I say to a lot of guys when I'm sitting around a table, and this is very important, I'm going to tell you this. I always say to five guys and there's five girls on the table, and I said to them, name me how many men out there has the father's name. And they went, what? I said, name me how many men out there has got that father's name. And the reason why I say that because I got my two grandsons them, and as far as I'm concerned, they, I asked Taiwan, I told their mum they belong to me. As I said, mm. without me, they ain't my daughter. Yeah. Without my daughter, they ain't them. Yeah. Mm. 
And there's no disrespect to the dad or nothing like that. But as far as I'm concerned, they're coming from, from me. Yeah. So if I say to you, name me four dads out there. Name them. Me? So, so, yeah, name the four dads. Oh, I don't know, man. You put me on no, the yeah, it's, it's so easy. You make a matic nervous. All right. What, 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 no, when I start, when I, when, I, when I start, you're going to realise, all right? Yeah. You have... Oh, your dad? No. Oh, dear. What am I to him? Oh, granddad. Granddad. One. Dad. Great dad. His dad. Yeah. Great granddad. No. No, no, no. Let's oh, let, let, go, go. We're going got, down in the roots. Yeah, you got great granddad. You got great granddad. You have dad. You have stepdad. And you have godfather. He's like a dad too. Okay, cool. Okay, cool. I get what you mean. Okay, okay. okay. The different now, types I'm of dads. I'm learning. I'm learning. Three different I'm types learning. of dads. Now, yeah. when a boy child gets away from those four dads, because don't forget, you have the granddad. He's the one. Then you have the dad. Then you have the stepdad. Then you have the godfather who goes in church and go, yes, I'll be there for them. Don't worry. I'll make sure that he's all right and mm. she's all right. When the girls or the boys get away from them four dads, there's a problem there straight away. Mm. What's the next dad? You answer that. It's that baby dad. I don't the know. Street dad. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I said baby dad. <laughs> no, but you understand street what I'm dad. saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. He's controlling that now. Yeah. Mm. Because I couldn't okay. be bothered with Tavon or Tish- yeah. or, 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 or Tavon or Tashay. Mm. And then Cheva can't be bothered with them. Mm. And if they got a, got a and then say like Sweeter gets, she's got another a man now. Mm. He, he's a stepdad mm. and he can't talk to them. And then you go take up in the street. Oh, so what you're saying is if you get past these four dads, you're going to find a father in the streets. Yeah, 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 exactly. You're okay. going to have a problem. Mm. So I said that all dads, granddads, dads, stepdads, godfathers, you should be out there making sure that you're looking after this girl child mm. or the boy. You can't take up a title of, of um, godfather if, and go to church and go, yes, I'm the godfather. And then after a year or so, you disappear. Or you're walking up to, oh, that's my godfather. Mm. And you haven't done nothing for that child. They can't run to you for anything or ask you for anything. Mm. So, you know, that's what you're going to look at as well. Mm. And, I, and I wholly believe in that and I'll never take that back. Mm, 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 mm. That's deep. Yeah, me and Tavon, me, me and him catch up. Yeah, we've had some yeah. conversations. Yeah, me and, T- me and Tashay will catch up. Sometimes I sit down with them and talk. What's, what's going on? I said, Tabon, don't do that. Or Tashay, what, what are you doing, man? Yeah. yeah. So they're, they're like that kind of answer to me as well. Yeah. Obviously, my mum is your daughter. Yeah. So what was going through your mind? And I spoke to my mum today, yeah? yeah? She wanted me to ask you this question. Yeah. What was going through your mind when you found out that you was having my mum? How old was you when you had my mum? 22. So what was going through your mind at that time? I was happy like like anything, mate. Yeah. Yeah, I was so I was so happy. Because when, when when your mum was born, mm. I looked at her like that and she opened her eyes. And once she opened her eyes, she saw me first. Mm-hmm. And from that day till now, I've never left her because she grew on my chest. She never slept in the cot. I was one who grew his mum. Mm-hmm. Fed her, changed her, done everything. She'd come to me. Not because she didn't like her mum, because I paid more attention mm. to her because she was my daughter. And I always wanted a daughter. Yeah. If I came in and went out the road, I'd pick her up and we're gone. She's like, oh, I used to have her on my shoulder, mm-hmm. walking through house on High Street. Mm. I can remember it to this day. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. And I've always made sure I look after, say look after, but I'm a bit sure I always check on her to make sure yeah. that she's all right. Sometimes I don't hear from her. But I know that's how, that's how the world turns. Mm-hmm. That's how I said, sweeter, you've forgotten me. Oh, no, I've done it so busy. And I, I, I understand that. Mm. 
because maybe it's not all the time I will see my mum or my dad. But I make sure that because I'm here, I've got to make sure that, yes, I keep an eye on her. Mm. So then how, how did, we're going to touch on this, we're going to get deeper here, but how did having my mum change you as a person? So now you're 22, I guess you're, try, you're trying to navigate throughout the music industry as well now. Yeah. You've got this daughter, you've got a child. How has it shaped you and changed you in your life? Or did it? No, it didn't change because no. guess why? I had seven sisters. There you oh, go. Yeah, yeah. It's the family <laughs> unit. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I had sisters under me. Mm. All my other sisters, is, apart from one, they're all under me. Maxine, Melina, I used to change them, yeah. bathe them, play with them. I yeah. gave Melina her name. Oh, did you? Yeah. Ivan, that's See, her I name. I know that myself. You see what I mean? Mm. So I, I, I grew up with girls, so I know that's how I would be. Mm. So she didn't change me. I, the only way she changed me that, like, yes, I'm a father now. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to make sure that I look after her. People say, Paul, how come you've only got one kid? I said, you must have loads of kids out there. I said, no, 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 no. I, I only thought about the one I could look after. Mm. Six, seven, eight, nine kids. Then my dad could do that because we didn't want, I had to wait my dad because we never want for anything. Yeah. We all had shoes, had clothes, had food in that house. They made sure that we had that. Yeah. But me now, I wasn't like that to say, go and have a load of kids. Yeah. It wasn't on my mind to do that. Mm. I know I've got a son out there and I know you've got an uncle out there, but I've never seen him. But that's another story, in, mm. in a, you know, not to... To yeah, dwell on right yeah, now, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but 100%. my daughter's there, and that's it. That's respect, man. You know, I got a question, aunts, and it's it's more less so on the family side and more so about music. But today, yeah, like today. So looking at today's era, twenty twenty three, and obviously you've kind of seen the music game like level and level and level. Yeah, like you've yeah. gotten older in your career. Yeah, mm. what's your opinion on the way the music industry is now? So, for example, yeah, like. Popular music, more often than not, within the rap and ting and ting, yeah, it's mm. all about violence, gun, drugs, right, stab right, man, right, da, da, da. Right. compared to back in your day, what got you to your point is when you split up with a band and you're like, you know, I want to make love songs, serenading the women. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Seeing that that's how you grew up, the can move that kind of era, and now our era is talking about all this badness and stuff. Stabbing and What's really, your opinion really. on that? Well, I, I don't, I, I, I'm trying to understand it. I mean, music change, people change, and yeah. every time the youths come up, they're more you know, more angry. I think they're more angry than, than, than the ones before them and they do things what they shouldn't be doing. I'm going to myself, what's going on? Because back in the days, we could have sang about many things, about what the police used to do to us and, and the beatings, what we used to get and all, but we didn't, we didn't do that. We just, we yeah, rose above that. that yeah. But singing about those things, you know, I, 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 don't, I don't really get it. I don't understand why they're singing about they want to stab up and wet up them shirt and I don't get it. I, I really don't get it because what a lot of those youths don't understand that some of the people they're fighting and trying to kill, they're not even realizing that they might be their own family. Yeah, and it's deep, it's real. Because a family is so so huge out there, and the name changes. And I'm gonna give you an example. If I've got seven sisters, and they all get married, what happens? Name change. They get a name change, and what do their kids become? On the dad, the father's name. The, on the father's side, unless the mother keeps that child's name. So yeah. the guy around the corner might be your cousin, close, close cousin. The guy around the corner might be your brother. It might be a sister. And I don't know if it's going to change. I don't know what will change it because it seems to be a universal thing. It's not only happening here. It's happening all over the world. And I sit down and watch the, the YouTube and go to myself, hold on. It's all the, age, all the, all the same age group. Mm. What, what, why is this? And I, I can't put my finger on it. Yeah. What do you think it is? I can't put my finger on it. Um, I don't influence, really know. influence from what? I, I, don't, I don't know. Is it an influence? Influence from what? Because you must have your mind to go, no, I'm not taking that up. 
I think I think a lot of the reason maybe is because in the last say 10, 15 years, as I don't want to say music's developed, the music industry has developed, that's what sells. Rapping about them kind of thing there is what's trending. Like, would you agree? It's, it's trending, but when you think about it, that like, back in my granddad's era, that wasn't what was trending. Do you know yeah, what that's, that's my point. That's my point. Sorry to interrupt, yeah? Like, mm-hmm. Because that's what's trending, like how we do on TikTok. People oh, follow the like trends. That. Okay, that's what okay, I'm saying. Okay, okay, okay. So, yeah, like, yeah. for people our age now, how many men do you know our age will be like, yeah, I'm going to go... Like, you probably know 10 drill artists mm-hmm. to every one R&B singer. Mm-hmm. Like, look at, like, a nipper compared to look at how many digger, not to say digger yeah, dudes, but yeah, that yeah. bag. Do you yeah, know what I'm trying yeah, to say? And yeah, that's because okay. yeah, this bag sense. is trending. That's what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. Whereas in your era growing up, the trend was serenaded. You literally said that you wanted to follow... Um, so Delroy Wilson, yeah, so kind yeah, of not guy. follow, yeah, but yeah, take yeah, inspiration yeah, 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 yeah. because that's what was trending. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, that's what I think still. Yeah, it's probably trends. It's probably trends and it's examples as well. So yeah. you can say you can blame a lot of the music for it then yeah. at the end of the mm. day. You can blame a lot of the music. The market. The yeah. market and, and how it's put out there. Yeah. And yeah. why it's put out there. Is there a reason why that kind of music goes far yeah. more than serenading the woman? Why, yeah. why is it, why is it pushed? At the end of the day, even outside of music, just in life in general, that negativity sells more than positivity. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So if you're pushing something negative, naturally it's going to get some more attention and some more hype. That's just how it goes. Do you know what I mean? But, but it still comes from the background of your family as well. Yeah. Yes, they can get away from the family. Of course they can. No one is, is that good to keep them together. But... It's, it's the household, the family. Mm. You know, you, obviously you, you have one-parent families and I'm not blaming on the one-parent families. I'm not going to do that. But I know for a fact that, you know, growing up in my days, I was more scared of my mum than I was of my dad. Yeah. Was you, yeah? Oh, gosh, man. Why? Why? <laughs> yeah, mom, no, 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 I'll tell you why. Because <laughs> yeah. when my mum decided to beat me, yeah. she was beating me. Yeah. My mum beat me at... It's like my mum. My mum beat me at one o'clock in the day. My dad coming at five o'clock, he would know that my mum beat me. Yeah. Because I still in the room going... <gasps> <laughs> you know, and he wouldn't even, he wouldn't even, he wouldn't even say anything because yeah. he know that I've got it already. Yeah, she didn't have to even it. tell him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that shows that she was a strong person in the house as well. Yeah. Not just cooking and cleaning. No, she, she, she was, she, she, yeah, she was there. My mum was there, man. Yeah. My mum was there. She, she didn't play with me. Yeah. Because yeah. I got all the beating. Was you the one that got the beating? I got all the beating for you know everybody. What I heard, I heard one time you took Granddad's car. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Yeah. What, was that, his... what was that about? No, well, he used to come in every evening. Yeah. And he had a routine. And see, when you have a routine in your house, uh. that's what that's when you can get yourself in trouble. Yeah. He'd come in, sit down, <laughs> eat his dinner, and then he'd line a set and put his cap on his head and he'd go to sleep. And I'd be going, Dad, Dad. Not yeah. just for the car, you know, just he's gone, he's fast asleep. Yeah. So one day, me and my friend Barrington, God rest his soul, oh, well, some of my friends I've lost, um, so I'm going to take the car. And it was in the driveway, and it was like a slope. So I said, Barry, meet me around the corner. So I got in the car, took my dad's keys out, mm. got in the car. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't start, I was putting it in the chin and just rolled it out of the house. Yeah. And I took it around the block in first gear. It's four gears enough. Yeah. I took it around the block in, four, in first gear all the way around. <laughs> first gear. Yeah. And as I came back round and came back to drive, as I rolled up in the drive, I heard, that was my dad. Come up my car. Oh gosh. But little did he know, you just I just came block. back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He went up and it rolled back. That's when he that's when he must have seen the car roll back. Yeah. And I came out the car and I took a deep breath. I said, My God. Shall I tell your story? Wow. What happened to me, yeah. <laughs> I remember, yeah. Remember, I was just eager to start driving. Do you remember he used to come into my house? Yeah, and he used yeah. to say, Let me drive your car. One time my mum was at home, my mum just got a new car, and I said, You know what? Actually, this is a I'll tell you a different example. One time I was in Lidl car park. With Rakai, 
Yeah, my mum went shopping. She went to do the shopping herself. Me and Rakai's in the car. I'm saying, Rakai, she left the key. Yeah, so I went and turned my car now. Yeah, I must have been about like 16, so I haven't even started my driving lessons yet. I took the key, started the car, and it's an automatic car as well. This is how you know I was a rookie because I didn't know what I was doing. Put it into drive now. I've driven the car forward a little bit, took a little right, and I'm thinking, let me just reverse the car back because my mum's going to come back soon. I didn't know how to put the car into reverse. So now I'm in the middle of the car park, yeah? And there's cars <laughs> trying to get in, but I can't reverse the car. My mum came back into the car and cussed me. <laughs> I remember Rakai, I said to Rakai, listen, I, I, me and him put together a whole story, I'm saying, Rakai, when my mum comes back into the car, this is the story to tell. This is the story. <laughs> as soon as my mum comes in the car, Rakai just crumbled in the story. He just snitched the whole thing. I said, ah, yeah, you get up the madness, innit? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No, but I was that, eager man. to drive, man. I was eager to drive, do you know what I mean? My driving was good. Me, well, I started driving, I've been driving for three years now, and I don't know, man, like, before you start driving, like you said, you're, you're, you're eager, you want it, but now it's like, say, say when I meet Tay, I'm like, yeah, bro, you driving it, like, yeah, I'm just yeah, tired yeah. of that, man, all this yeah, driving yeah. I'm doing and that. But you know, like, I like so. driving, but that's probably why my granddad's going to tell you about this, why I get so many tickets. Yeah, man, I know they come to it. Oh, jeez. Oh, <laughs> 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 and I know you call him a cousin, innit? <laughs> Listen, nine times out of ten, if my granddad's calling me, I know it's for a ticket, it's coming to the house, do you know what I mean? I've never seen nothing like it. <laughs> I've never seen that. I must have about a hundred texts I've just sent them all to him. He says, Granddad, you know that date, that date, blah, blah, blah. I said, tell you what, I'm not looking. I just went. And I'm going like this, you know. Yeah. That... He sent me a whole leave from You know what my granddad all, says to all me? All he heard is... <laughs> 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 that's the same. See, yeah. I don't really get that many tickets here, but mm. say when my, grand, my granddad, my mum's dad will come to my house every Sunday for dinner. And then, we see, my granddad's like, 80-something now, yeah, so he's first, like, he came here by boat, all that kind of stuff, and whenever he comes to the house, and I've told him, yeah, granddad, I got a parking ticket, he's, he says the same thing, Tyler, why you want to give your, give your money to the exactly, government for? It's exactly. all the time, it's like, why are you giving your money to the government? I'm, I'm, not <laughs> that, I'm not saying I don't get tickets every now and then, but yeah. man, I don't know what it is. If you turn on the tap, man, his, his, his tickets must come out like water. <laughs> Hey, that's just. I said, all right, I've got some in the car for you, mate. I've got some letters in the car yeah, for you, mate. Plenty of them, you can, man. you can, you know. The thing about it, we, we, if you've got a business, it's like in one hand and out the other, mm-hmm. and it's not going to where you want it to go to. Yeah. It's channeling here instead of channeling there. That's what I'm trying yeah. to tell Dave one. Yeah. Drive, driving is one thing, but you've got to use your eyes and look and know that you shouldn't go in there. I see bus lanes, I don't go in them. Yeah. yeah. I see guys, and I know it's from four to a certain time. I still don't, don't go in. I say, no, I ain't going in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You <laughs> gotta catch me good. You gotta catch me good. <laughs> you understand? Yeah, yeah. Other yeah. than that, now nah, I'm. Te- if it's twenty, I'm driving twenty. If it's that, if there's a box and I'm, and there's no gap. Yeah, that's it. I get I caught in the in the box already. Yeah. I'm here. On this lens, a guy here, and as soon as the car moved, I, I said the car, the car in front moving up. <clears throat> And as soon as he moved up, as soon as I went into the box, I would have made it. You see this guy here? He went like this and got right in front of me. Mm-mm. And there was, <laughs> there was so me in the box. Man, that's vexed. so jarring. I would have been vexed as well, cussing him. But what could he do? From the time you come out your car mm. and go to his car and the fight starts, you know. when you go to court, the judge is going to say, who exited their car? You. You did. So you brought it on then. Mm. So the guy's sitting in his car and you're, and you're arguing, you came out of your car. Yeah. yeah, so it's your fault. It's on you. You reacted. You reacted. Yeah. yeah. You had intentions. Literally, you, you took the bait. Yeah. Yeah, yeah literally, man. You know? 
Literally, couple yeah, more man. things I want to touch on before we wrap yeah. up here. Yeah? So, cool. Me and Ty, we're getting to the age now, yeah, where girls are about now, speaking to girls and whatever the case may be, yeah. What type of advice would you give for me and Ty? What What would you say is a red flag or starting to stay clear from a girl if you're talking to them? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, you see some yeah. traits in a girl and you think, let me just stay away from her. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. No, you'll put it this way, you'll know who to stay away, stay away from. Mm. You'll just know because, as I said, you could be sleeping with the enemy for years and don't even know. Mm. So you give, every, you give everybody the rope as long as you can to do something where you're going to go, no, this is not the right thing. Mm. You understand what I'm saying? If, if, if you meet a girl and you, you're, you're going down, a, you, you go out with her and you and she go into a club together, next thing you know, she... She's round the corner and she's whispering a guy or guys whispering the years. You're going to go, hold on, what's going on there? But there again, that might be someone telling her something, what she needs to know. So you don't know exactly know what it is. What it is. Mm. You understand what I'm saying? Until she might come back and say, oh, he's asking me about blah, blah, blah. Not all women. No, no, no. You, you, you've, got to, you've got to feel that out and, and just feel them out as you go along. Mm. If someone hurts you, as we say, you can't take someone else's fat and fry the other person and say you're not going to trust that person. All right, then, boom. It's been a sick episode, so I think it's time to wrap up because I know yeah, actually dropped enough gems today. Um, what we <laughs> normally do... Yeah, man. I enjoyed it, man. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it, you know? Sometimes yeah. just listen more than talk. I yeah. think that's the same for us, yeah, too. Yeah. You know? um, every time we leave, we always say that we want to give the guests a gem. So what is one piece of advice you would give to the young people out there watching? Oh. Directly at the camera. So listen, just keep going. Get your head straight. Know the road what you're going down. And believe me, you'll make it in life. Whether you want to be a doctor, a lawyer, whatever you want to be, a musician, you know, you, you, you can get there. Just put your mind to it and say, that's what I want to do and just go for it. That's all I can say to you because that's what I've done. And I'm, I'm proud of myself for achieving what I've achieved. I'm a proud of Tavon and, and, and yourself, what you guys are doing. Respect. You know, and it's so simple. Look what we're doing here today. And all you guys can do, be, be somebody. Don't let nobody tell you ain't gonna be no be nobody and get nowhere because we can as black people. Remember, I tell you that. Strong man, where you are, boy. I can't even top that one right there. But what mm. I'll probably say at the end of this episode, I said this in the other episodes recording that slow progress is better than no progress. So just because whatever you're doing right now is moving slow, you're not getting that speed that you want, doesn't mean that it's not working for you. Do you know what I'm saying? And what I said yesterday as well. Is just because it's not working for you doesn't mean it's not working on you. So you going through this process right now, there's a lot of things. It's working on you internally. You're getting persistence and inspiration. All in this time where it's not working for you, it's working on you internally still. Mm. So that's what I see. Nah, that's real, man. For me, I ain't even got no gem. I'd be so real, man. Like it was a pleasure having you here today and, and giving your life story and dropping some gems. I would say pay it forward. We had so much value within this episode. I know you, you I'm, I'm talking to you, you have at least five people in your network that would benefit from listening or watching this conversation. So pay it forward and share it with them, man. Energizer out, like, comment, subscribe. Oh, yeah. And man. chicken, oh. chicken kitchen. Yeah, yeah. Big up. <laughs> Is there a place in your heart for me? Aye. Little girl. Aye. Is there a place in your kitchen for me? Yes, chicken kitchen yes that's up every time yeah that's it man yeah yeah man yeah 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 i granted that was sick yeah man you're done thank you for your time man